Thank you, and welcome to the program. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. And today on Ask BBB, we announce BBB's National Top 10 Scams of 2016. And BBB Password Day is coming up. We'll explore why such a day has been declared and why you should participate. And all of this, we turn to our program producer and BBB Western Ontario Communications Manager, Ashley Castleman. Ashley, good to have you on this side of the microphone again. Thanks. So, first, we'll count down those top 10 scams. Ashley, how are these scams rated? How do they get to the top 10? Where do they come from? Uh, so there, there's a few different ways that they're calculated. Um, one of them is by amount lost, um, the number of dollars that have been reported to the Canadian Anti-Fraud Call Centre, and also the number of times they've been reported to BBB's scam tracker online. So this is something that takes in uh, responses to all the BBBs in Canada then? Correct. So what we're looking at are scams that are, are uh, rated right across our country. Yes, All right. Well, let's count them down then, starting with number 10. The number 10 scam is fake online endorsements and sponsored content. How does this work? So it's very easy to be enticed to buy a new product online, um, either by reviews from social media um, influencers or just from something that's popped up in your social media feed. A lot of these reviews, they might not be uh, genuine sometimes. They're being paid to put a positive review on, and that's what you have to watch out for, see if it it is a sponsored listing or not. So how can the consumer avoid being duped by a fake review? Uh, You're going to want to take everything with a grain of salt. Uh, Don't take it um, word for word. Uh, Do your research online. Uh, You can seek other review sources, such as BBB's customer reviews on on our website. Pretty much any time, I would say, go to the BBB site to, yes. to check it out and see if there is anything there. And and you can usually do a number of searches to different sites to find out if, if this is legitimate. Correct. Uh, it's another one of those, if it's too good to be true. It probably ask is. Ask <laughs> some questions. Yeah. The number nine scam is Canada Revenue Agency scam. Whoa. How much have people lost in this scam, Ashley? Um, Canadian Anti-Fraud Call Centre ha- reported that Canadians lost $4.3 million in 2016 to this scam. Whoa. Ashley, um, I've actually received a phone call from uh, uh, supposedly Canada Revenue Agency, and I have to let you know it was a terrifically well-done scam call. Uh, there was a name associated with it as well as a phone number to give it some credibility. And when you called that number back on your own to check it out, it actually sounded like uh, an actual Canada Revenue Agency scam. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate for our listeners how the scam works? Yes. So basically how it works is you get a threatening phone call claiming that they're from Canada Revenue Agency. The phone calls are very – they're very threatening and they're very aggressive. They say that you owe taxes and they need to be paid right away. Otherwise, you're going to go to jail. Well. I've had phone calls that where people have told me that – they're going to have the police come arrest you right away if you don't pay them. Usually, they'll ask you to either wire them some money or pay them in Apple gift cards. Now, is that a clue? That is a huge clue that it's a scam. Canada Re- Revenue is never going to accept Apple gift cards as a payment. And uh, do they ever uh, make that kind of pressuring call, uh, the CRA? 
No, CRA will never call you out of the blue saying you owe taxes. You'll always get something in the mail first saying that they've assessed you, this is what you owe. Um, and you'll also know when you file your taxes that whether you owe money or not. We hope we do. Now, <laughs> you've got my curiosity. You got the call, Linda. Mm-hmm. Did you fall for the scam or no. did you see through it? Fortunately, uh, because of radio shows like this one by BBB and by other uh, media announcements in the paper, there was alerts already out. So I knew it was a scam coming in. I was just so shocked at how professional and how threatening it actually was. At the end of the call, I did look into it. And when you actually did some internet searching, the gentleman's name that he had given was actually up there as you know an alert but the phone number he had given actually worked and was quite mm-hmm. professional. But uh, there also – I believe there was a, a reporting number. Uh, Revenue Canada Agency had a 1-800 number where you could call in and report the date and time of these scams. And that was out in the public just as it is now today with our show. Uh, so uh, it was uh, – I think the uh, the information is getting out there. So some of the alerts that you send out from your communications office are really important and, and I guess have effect uh, yes, because yes. it saves people. That's why we send them out is to educate the public to prevent people from falling for these scams. All right. The number eight scam is fake lottery winnings. Now, we all want to win the lottery. Get a call, says you've won something. It's pretty exciting. What do I do? Yeah. Um, if you didn't enter... You're Could not you going to win. win. <laughs> That's usually the biggest uh, clue that you're. It's a fake lottery. Is that you didn't buy a ticket for it, and you you're not just going to get an email saying you've won the lottery. You have to go claim your prize to the Ontario Lottery and Gaming Commission. Um, once in a while, I get these calls uh, saying that you've been randomly selected and you've won a cruise. It's the same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Uh, are they all scams? Those, um, for the most part, sometimes the ones where I say you've won a cruise is they they will you need to pay a certain fee to claim your prize, and that's how you'll know it's not um, a legitimate offer. So, as they ask me for money, I'm exactly. Gonna- Put mm-hmm. the question marks up. You'd mentioned email as well. So I'm I'm assuming a lot of these are coming in as uh, fake lottery winnings by email. Uh, do they ever include other things like inheritance and lottery or is it simply strictly a lottery scam? Um, there's a whole bunch of different varieties to it. Um, it used to be called uh, the Nigerian Prince scam that saying, oh, I just need you to help me. I- I've inherited all this money. Just send me so much money first. So anytime you get an email saying you've won lot money or you've inherited money, do some research. There's always little red flags that you're going to want to watch out for. The number seven scam, binary option scam. Boy, I need some explanation on this. The binary option, What? What? how does this work? Uh, so how it works is a fake company opens a website that looks like a legitimate binary options broker. Uh, they create trading signal software that promises 100% accuracy and 100% guarantee. Um, they usually have fake testimonials. So basically, they advertise big promise, low risk, when really you're not going to get that high return investment that they're promising. So Ashley, binary option scams sound like they're a part of an investment scam. Uh, and it's something that we may not be that familiar with. 
How do you advise the general public to uh, avoid being scammed when they're presented with these kinds of opportunities? Uh, the best thing and the easiest thing to do is seek professional investment advice. Make sure you're dealing with a licensed broker, and that's the best way to make sure you're not going to lose out in this scam. And the number six scam, wire fraud spear phishing. Well, what's this one about? This is a business-to-business scam, which is a huge problem for the business community. Millions are lost when scammers pose as fake companies and they send your company an invoice to your accounts payable, demanding payment for something you never actually ordered. So what is the way for a, a business to avoid this? The easiest way is to create uh, controls in your company, uh, do payment re- redundancies um, in your organization. So if you receive an invoice, check with the person who does the ordering to make sure that they actually did order this product or this service. You're listening to Ask BBB and Ashley Castleman is counting down the, the top 10 scams in Canada. And when we come back, We'll find out what the next five top scams are. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. And we're talking to Ashley Castleman, who is our communications manager at BBB, and counting down the top 10 scams in Canada. And we're at number five. The number five scam is online purchases, Ashley. This uh, one's about halfway down the list. Um, More and more of us are making purchases online, so... Uh, how do we know we're being scammed? So I'm a huge fan of online shopping. I like being able to shop in my pajamas at home. <laughs> uh, but scammers have an easy way to trick you, either with uh, fake merchandise, counterfeit merchandise, um, using fake websites. There's a variety of ways that you can get tricked with online shopping. So the best ways is to make sure you're on the legitimate website. Uh, Google it. Make sure you're on the right website that you're intending to be on. So you want to look at that URL at the top and make sure that it is, in fact, the company that you think you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Um, Does method of payment make any difference as to whether or not you get scammed here? It does. It does. You're going to want to – you can always use a secure third-party payment portal like PayPal or use your credit card like Visa or MasterCard because they do have fraud protection on those cards. Okay. Now, the number four scam is advanced fee loans. We did talk about this uh, a week or so ago. How does this work again? So this scam, it usually targets people who can't get uh, loans from a traditional source, such as a bank, credit union. So they turn to online. They fill out an application online and you're automatically approved. Next, you'll get a email or a phone call saying you're approved, but since you're a high-risk applicant, you need to wire us so much money for either administration fees or security. And once you wire that money to the lender, you're never going to receive the actual loan, but you'll be out that money that you've wired to them. It's one more thing where if they ask for money... So it is illegal in North America to ask for money to secure the loan? Correct. And that's the flag? Yes, that's one of the biggest flags is they ask for money up front to secure that loan. We're getting closer to that top number one scam. The number three scam, identity fraud. Well, it's uh, at the top. It's almost to the top. It's one of the scariest. So how do we protect ourselves? 
Uh, One of the best ways to protect yourself is never carry your social insurance number uh, around with you. Only provide it to uh, the government for government forms and your employer. You don't need to provide it to um, for bank applications, things like that. They can pull your credit report without it. Um, so th- those are the only two people you should be giving your number to. But that is one of the keys. Your social mm-hmm. security number gives them uh, a lot of leverage if you if they are able to secure Correct. that. Correct. Um, because you only get one secu- a social insurance number for your life. So if it's used by somebody else, they can flag it, but you won't get a new one issued to you. So Ashley, do you have any tips you can share with our listening audience on how to avoid identity fraud? Yes, there's a few tips that you can always do to protect yourself. One thing you can always do is change your passwords regularly. Uh, Make sure you use strong passwords, which have uh, uppercase, lowercase, and special characters. Mix it all up. Um, Another thing you want to do is get a copy of your credit report once a year, review it, check for any irregularities. Um, That way, if there is something on there that you don't know about, you can flag it, and that way it's not going to ruin your credit. And that's something not a lot of us do. No, is no. check that credit report. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you do that? There's two credit reporting agencies in Canada, uh, Equifax and TransUnion. You can get a free copy of your credit report. Uh, I believe they have to mail it to you for it to be free. Otherwise, you'll have to pay for it on their websites. But it's a great way to see if there's any issues that you need to address. As we continue to count down the scams, we're at number two. We talked about this just before Valentine's Day, but it uh, makes it up to number two, and that's the romance scam. They're around all year round, not just a Valentine's are. Day. Eh? How, do, how does this work? This is online dating, eh? Yes. Um, it, it's not just online dating. It can also happen just with social media, talking on Facebook from somebody who you think you're talking to, but they're not really who they say they are. Hmm. Um, with online dating, uh, usually there's, they say they're overseas or in the military and they need you to send money for flights or for an investment that they're working on. Are there any particular audiences that are more vulnerable to uh, this type of scam? This type of scam is a little bit vulnerable to everybody because they prey on that emotional connection that um, you're going to be – that you fall in love with them and that you'll just send them that money. And love is blind <laughs> or so it seems. Yes. And, and so they just look past that and, and send the money. That's, that's tough. Now we're at number one. So we really need the drum roll here, don't we? The number one scam is the employment scam. Well, um, it's one of the oldest too, I understand. Yes, it is. I remember when I first started working for the Better Business Bureau almost 13 years ago. It was the first scam that I learned about. Back then, it was uh, work at home or envelope stuffing. You don't see the envelope stuffing ads so much anymore. It's moved to more of an online version of it where – You apply for a job online for uh, an administrator or an assistant uh, for a huge international company and they say they're starting a new location in your area and they're going to send you a check for so much money to buy furniture, to basically set up that new office and then just wire back the extra money that you don't need. Meanwhile, that check bounces. You're out that money for all the furniture and, and supplies that you've purchased but and you're also out the money that you've wired to them. Oh, so they get you on both. But yes. but it looks legitimate because they've sent you a check. Exactly. 
So what are some of the things we do to make sure that we're not falling for a scam here? I guess just avoid those kind of online uh, appeals. Yes. Anytime somebody sends you a check and asks you to wire back money, that's one of the biggest red flags right there. Uh, Do your research. Check online to see if that's where the actual company is. Go onto our website to see if we have a report on it, see what the history is like. So um, I guess as well, you might want to deposit the check and wait to see that it actually clears the bank before you go and make any purchases. Sometimes the checks do take a weeks and weeks and sometimes months before they do bounce. Um, but anytime anybody asks you to wire money, that's the biggest red flag in my opinion. And do you know where the companies are based out of when you find them? Do you Are they um, – are their addresses? Do they look legitimate or – the addresses do look legitimate. Um, the few investigations we did last year on these type of businesses, they use Windsor, Ontario business addresses uh, where we've confirmed that they're not in those buildings. They just use those business buildings basically. So if you're in Windsor or in the city that mm-hmm. they claim to be, you could do a drive-by and find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We're doing the uh, top 10 scams and that's the, the top 10. Uh, Ashley, thanks for that. When we come back... Are we learning when it comes to scams? And what is this BBB Password Day all about? Stay tuned. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. And Ashley Castleman, our Communications Manager at BBB Western Ontario, is with us. We've just reviewed the top 10 scams, taking money from Canadians at a fairly shocking rate. Uh, Ashley, are Canadians getting better at recognizing scams? Well, the truth is, it's not great news, and the numbers don't lie. Canadians lost more money in 2016 than than they did in 2015. In fact, they lost 50% more, um, which totaled to be about $90 million that Canadians were out of pocket for. But the positive takeaway is that there's more reporting going on. So I think Canadians are getting better at recognizing those scams. They're reporting the attempts to it, which definitely helps everybody learn about them. So the BBB plays a fairly big role in keeping track of, of scams. How does mm-hmm. our scam tracker work? So scam tracker is an online tool. It's a North America wide program. Uh, since we launched it about uh, 12 months ago, we've had more than 50,000 scams reported on, and this allows different BBBs to work together, whether it's a BB in California, a BB here in Ontario. If the victim's in one of the states and the, the scammer is here, we can work together to investigate that. And, and I understand one of the strengths of the Better Business Bureau is that we do have a local footprint in the region, but we are connected as a movement in North America-wide. So there is an intense communication network. We are always having our eyes and ears open and sharing this, these resources with each other so that the word does get out. Yes. So if, if you've been targeted or duped by a scam, uh, you can report it? Yes. And- if you go to bbb.org slash scam tracker, you can report it. You can also check out other scams on there in case you've gotten a phone call that you're not quite too sure about. Check it out to see if somebody else has reported it in your area. Now, we said we were going to talk about uh, Change Your Password Day. Uh, that comes up in March, right? Correct. Uh, BB Password Day is on March the 15th, where we're encouraging everybody, businesses, consu- consumers, to change your password, uh, make it a strong password, and uh, don't forget to change your PIN numbers on your debit and credit card uh, as well. 
Now, not very many of us do this, and I'll admit that I've got a lot of different passwords, um, and I have only recently changed a few of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are what are some of the good reasons to change the passwords? You've, we talked about it one when we were talking about scams. So mm-hmm. just review that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best reason to change your password is to ensure that you're not going to get hacked. So if you're if you're changing it every three months and you're using completely different ones, not just using the same password for everything, which a lot of people are guilty of, you're going to secure your accounts that way. So on the we get closer to March 15th, we'll talk more about that. Yes, we will. Ashley Castleman, thanks very much for all of the tips that you've brought us from the scams right through to uh, the changing passwords. Um, and folks, remember you can always ask BBB. Just visit the BBB.org website. Or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western ONT. And if you have questions or guest suggestions for our program, Ask BBB, tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. Thanks to our program producer, Ashley Castleman, and our special guest today as well, BBB Western Ontario's communications manager. Thanks for being with us, Ashley. Thank you. And so until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust.